Welcome to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I'm Deb Coviello, and as the Drop-In CEO, I drop into businesses and assume the CEO role to enhance the human element and increase the results they achieve. This podcast is about bringing you conversations with expert guests who have achieved their greatest results built on a strong foundation of purpose, values, and elevating people. If you're a business leader, entrepreneur, or even just getting started in business, join us as we build the skills you need to achieve your goals. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I'm Deb Coviello, your host, and I am so grateful you've joined us. And if you are new to this podcast, welcome, and I am hope you will stay around. Now, this is a little bit different if you haven't been listening to my podcast lately. I used to do a solo podcast once a week, and I'd have a guest podcast once a week, and I so, so enjoyed speaking directly to you. But you'll hear me from time to time that I talk about pause and reflect. And so I had to look at my content that I was sharing with you and how many amazing guests I had in my pipeline. And it was getting to the point where they'd have to wait three or four months before their message would come through. And so I did take a break this summer and stop recording the solo podcast for you so I could get some amazing insights to you to benefit your situation. But now as we enter into the fall season, when this airs, it will be October, I have decided that I will start up the solo podcast, but I want to bring you maximum value. I don't want to do it too often that it starts diluting the quality of what I share with you. And so we will be doing this two Fridays a month for the months of October, November, and December, just so you know what to expect. Well, I bring on at least five to six amazing, amazing guests to bring your insights to you and potentially inspire you for your own situation, or maybe reach out to these amazing people for them to be able to help you in your situation. Now, the series that I'm going to be doing over the next three months is a little bit about Deb, how do you do that? (laughs) Because I have met with so many of you people and enjoy the amazing conversations that we've had. But when we talk and when we listen, I share my thoughts with you. And so often, and shall I say, really, really often, they say, yes, how did you do that? How did you really hear what I was saying? I never saw it that way. You do it so easy. And people like me, you as well, we're subject matter experts. We're good at our craft. We shrug it off because we just happen to be really good at it. But I paused and realized these are some of my superpowers. And I also ask you to think about your situation. Are there things that you do so well, better than anybody else, that you just shrug it off and say, shucks, (laughs) ma'am, shucks, sir, it's just what I do. But you might want to think about what you do and can you break it down into a system and maybe you can teach others and elevate their capability and their impact. So this one I want to share with you, I call it clarity amidst chaos. It is my DNA to run into situations or shall I say pulled (laughs) into situations where organizations are in chaos. There is a customer complaint. There's a major internal issue for which people are running around with their heads chopped off and they are just not getting to the root cause of the problem. 
they have fallen into this situation. If we can just solve it today and survive and go home and high five each other, that is success until the next time you have to solve the problem again. And what if it has a major customer impact? It has a major financial impact. What if it impacts humans? And then the escalation gets higher and then there is more chaos and might I say going into crisis for which you're actually losing business. And I don't want that for you. So one of the things that I happen to do quite well, and I cannot say I am the originator of this methodology, but I have found it serves me well. And I pull it from the Six Sigma Timaic methodology. But it's when people have a problem, there is a breakdown, there is a gap or deviation in what you expected. People will come together with the best of what they have to offer. They've seen this before. This is how we solve it. You say, ah, this is the problem. This is how we fix it. We accept it on face value. We celebrate these experts. We need them. But might we redirect their energy a little bit to ask better questions and get a better defined problem statement? Now, I have this unique skill of listening. And we're going to talk more about listening in other future podcast episodes. But when I'm in a room of chaos, I hate it. I absolutely hate it. But when I am in a room of all kinds of chaos, I sit and I listen to the nuggets of wisdom that are flying over my head and I start capturing them. I write them down. And then when it quiets a little bit, I come forward and say, this is what I think the problem is. Do you agree? And I will tell you when I do that in a calm, confident voice, it disarms the room and people listen and they contemplate and then come back and say, yes, that is what we're here to solve. Now, let me share my framework. It is, and I'll say, I know there's variations on this, but I call it the four W's, one H. Who, what, where, when, and either how many, how much, how often, or how is the impact on the customer, the client, or the situation? Who, what, where, when, and how often, how many, how much? Now you notice I did not say why. I did not say who, what, why, where, and when. And that is exactly what trips up most teams. They immediately in the problem statement say, well, we had a breakdown at the customer because they had a labeling issue that didn't meet their expectations because the master data was not correct and therefore it had a service impact on our customer. Now notice in that statement, <laughs> we said the problem was, and the reason why is we started pointing fingers at whoever maintains the data that supports the printing of the information. So the problem with that is immediately, well, <laughs> it's that department. It's not my problem. And immediately certain people start shutting off their ears. Or if we answer why, we think it happened immediately in the problem statement. It starts putting certain functions or areas on the defensive and people stop listening or worse, they stop talking. 
But if we can level set the playing field and just say our customer was impacted by not receiving correct information on the label yesterday at their plant, and the impact to them is that they're not going to be able to bring it into their plant in order to fulfill their deliveries to their customers. That's the problem we're here to solve. And I will promise you, if you slow a team down and ask them only fill in the blanks, who, what, where, when, and how, how much, how many, how often, or how did it impact them? You get a very clearly defined problem statement. You slow down the process, and then you can back away and start breaking it down into, okay, now that we know what the problem is and everybody's in alignment with that, then you start going through your normal root cause analysis. But I promise you that this works. And so I will tell you when I was in a situation, and I can't take credit for this, but one of my direct reports was solving this particular labeling issue. And when they highlighted the issue and stated it as a clearly defined problem statement, then everybody that had come together was still on the same page and started solving the problem. Now later, I'll tell you the rest of the story. It was something in our IT system, something that was invisible to people. Nobody else had ever complained about it. Nobody rejected us for it. But because on this particular day, moment, product, weight, whatever it was, the planets lined up and all of a sudden the system spit out incorrect information. Now, you might say, oh, this customer is just complaining too much, but here's the thing. In this particular situation, everything that could have gone wrong manifested itself and impacted a customer. And this time it was actually very costly for us. How often do things happen? And you say, oh, it was only a $5 issue. Oh, they're a small customer. Let's just go fix it. Let's send them new product and call it a day. I say nay to that because the difference between a big issue and a small impact issue is luck. One day, it's a small issue, no impact to your business, small customer. But what if the same set of attributes, criteria lined up and it costs you hundreds of thousands of dollars, maybe millions, maybe cost in a relationship, maybe lives. And so I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer, but I want to open up your eyes and ears that if you are struggling with solving problems because we lack the skills to be able to see clarity amidst chaos, might you slow the process down, use a methodology of who, what, where, when, and how often, how much, how many, four W's, one H. Might you slow the process down, get a better defined problem statement. You come out as being wise (laughs) because you could see the clarity amidst the chaos and be able to move a team forward in a productive manner. And so I talk to you again, maybe you're super smart and you can develop these skills. Maybe you also have the ability to take what I've shared with you and be able to share the same insights with your team. Again, if your team lacks the ability to have clarity amidst chaos and effectively identify problems and solve them, it's dragging you down. It's inefficient. It's wasting time and time is the most precious commodity we have on this earth. I don't want you to struggle as much. I don't want you to waste time. I want people to be able to have satisfying work and go home at the end of the day and spend time doing the things they like to do. And so 
if you happen to have challenges, just finding the time in your day, finding somebody you trust just to work with you on these issues within your situation for you personally, or maybe for your organization. I am here for you. Connect with me, contact me, call me, email me. (laughs) There are many ways to contact me. I just want to have a conversation with you because I don't want you to struggle. I want to see you succeed in your business. And if I can share these insights and you can do it yourself, I am celebrating you right now. But if you feel you just need a little extra help, reach out. The Drop-In CEO is here to assure that C-suite leaders of today and tomorrow navigate challenges with confidence, and I am here for you. So I want to thank you for joining me on another episode of the Drop-In CEO podcast, where I have the distinct pleasure of sharing my insights with you so that you can be successful in whatever you do. And I do want to wish you an amazing day and be well. Thank you for listening to the Drop-In CEO podcast, my new book, CEO's Compass will change the way you think about leadership, navigate rapid transformation, and elevate the leaders of tomorrow. If you're feeling off track, the CEO's Compass assessment will guide you to peace of mind in days, not months. You can learn more about the CEO's Compass by visiting my website at dropinceo.com. Now go out and lead, inspire, and achieve your goals.